Welcome to New Money. I'm Brian Hurst this evening. Our program focuses on retirement and financial planning. I was quite amazed when it was first mooted last year that individuals belonging to retirement funds may be able to borrow on their withdrawal benefit from their current fund. My reason for being amazed is that the only people contributing to funds are those who are working and therefore earn a salary. They can put food on the table for their families and allowing this group to borrow from their retirement fund will only exacerbate future problems at retirement. The discussions put on hold but are not off the table and joining me this evening is Lesecha Munnering, Managing Director, KLU Wealth and Legacy Management and Hetty Jaber, Head of Legal Wealth and Retirement Products, Momentum Investments. Hetty, Lesecha, thank you very much for joining me. I, I must just let, let our viewers know that you know, I get lots of questions every week, and some of those questions I'm really unable to answer. And where, who do I go to? Do I go to my books behind me on my shelf? No, I go to Hetty to ask Hetty what she's got to say about it. And Hetty, thank you for all your help you've given me over the years. Well, Hetty, what is your reaction to this possibility that people... I, I know you've always been able to borrow on your funds when it came to property, and there were certain systems in place. But what is your view about uh, being able to actually withdraw before retirement and, and be able to take money out of your fund. Brian, I, I'm both against it and for it. <laughs> I smile because out, coming out, out comes your, law, your, yes, law, your attorney background. Yes. <laughs> and the reason why I'm against it is this is supposed to be your retirement savings. And that's what it's meant for, retirement. So if you access it earlier than then, what's going to happen when you get to retirement? You're simply not going to have enough money to survive on. But the reason why I am for it is... If you are in an occupational fund and you are desperately, desperately in need of money, you can resign. Now, can you imagine that you are so desperate for money that you are willing to give up your, your only source of income? Because if you resign, you lose your job. You might not get it back. So instead of letting people resign to get their benefit, if there is a way to do it while you still keep your job, go for it. Have you, found a lot, have you found a lot of questions and queries on this? I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly what KLU, uh, your business is, it, is it individual retirement planning or group funds and that type of thing? What are you finding? What is your reaction to the possibility? So similar to what he, um, he is saying, I'm finding that especially in the, for example, the GPF, the nurses, the teachers, a lot of them are actually resigning to access their retirement benefits and it's to pay off debt, Brian. It's so sad that, you know, people are so highly indebted um, that they actually have, they haven't planned ap appropriately. So people are really struggling on the ground. And I think, right, like right, right, rightfully, as you said, we are having a retirement crisis because people are also, I mean, we've got such high unemployment. So people are not saving as it is. So it definitely is a crisis. I think there is place i think it's good that they're allowing people to access it but i think there needs to be more guidance and more rules in terms of what you're accessing the debt for how much you're accessing it and if there is a way to re to resave or to ha have a higher contribution to kind of you know help you bo boost it up before retirement because literally we have a retirement crisis in south africa hetty do you see this coming in Yes, I do think so. Uh, at one stage, it was it was mooted that it was going to be in. Then there was opposition against it, but I get the impression that Treasury is now really going go, uh, going to go ahead with it. But I don't believe it's going to be this year, at the earliest next year. But we did, as, a, as an industry, ask Treasury that when they do bring it in, just give us enough time to prepare for it, because you can imagine there's a lot of admin systems that have to be changed. And we have to educate people because you don't want to run on, on, on pension funds. 
and rules for funds. Mm. I mean, All you of have those to change the rules for funds. Those funds have to be registered. Have to be registered. Yes, he, this doesn't, this, there's no discussion about individual retirement annuities. There is actually. Uh, remember, the, the, the one negative thing about retirement annuities is that you cannot touch your money before you reach age 55. So that makes individual retirement planning for people that don't have occupational funds extremely difficult. I mean, why would you put your money away to only access it when you, when you reach the age of 55 if you desperately need the money at 50? So if they're going to bring this early access in, it's definitely also going to be for the retail funds. Has that been, a, is that been a, a problem for you with retirement funds, the fact that people can only access funds at 55? Absolutely, Brian. People cannot comprehend, especially if you're starting out and you are self-employed and we're forcing people to save, they cannot comprehend 30, 40 years ahead of time. And also because, for example, if you are self-employed and the only access of, of savings is retirement, is business is kind of cyclical. So people are hesitant to tie money up um, because they are aware that they will have rainy days, they will have children going to school. So it's definitely a hesitant. We have to, you know, we have to drive people, we have to encourage them and show them the tax benefits. Otherwise, it's not something that we see kind of easily. Uh, people like flexibility. So I, I, I remember very much when I first started in industry, and that came back into the 60s when you know, retirement were first brought in. Uh, I think 60, 61 was the first time you could contribute to retirement and get the tax deduction. Uh, I started a little bit later in the 60s, but one of the, one of the um, objective objections was, you know, retirement is so far away. I was talking to mm -hmm. 20, 25-year-olds who'd been working, maybe they were, quali they were article clerks in both li law and accounting, and saying to them, you know, the little bit you put away into retirement annuity now, if, if it's insignificant over the years, then you won't need your money at retirement. But what if? And we've seen so much what if where people had retirement plans and, and those plans were, were shattered for one reason or another. And now that's what they've got to fall back on. But it's, you know, I mean, we, we speak at the moment only 6 or 8% of people can actually retire with financial freedom. That's good. That's going to reduce that. So isn't the state just going to be burdened with more and more people at retirement? It's probably going to happen like that, but there's, there's, there's a negative and a positive to everything. So speaking of retirement annuities, if you know that you can only access your money at 55, would you put money away? You probably won't. But if you can get early access when you need it, it doesn't have to be every year, but if you are in a dire financial position and you know that you can access your money before 55, it might encourage more people to go for retirement annuities. Yeah. Mm. And one, of the, one of the very difficult things is very much you know, correlating. You, know, every, you talk to working people, I've got a pension, I've got a problem fund, I'm contributing to retirement annuities. But there's no real correlation between what you're contributing and what you ultimately need. That is your job, to bring to the attention of the people, this is what you're contributing, this is what your shortfalls are going to be, this is how much extra you're going to have to contribute if you want to be able to retire. I mean, that is really part of your financial plan, the retirement part that's so critical. Absolutely, Brian. And, um, and, and you're right. This is part of the reason why people cannot afford to retire because throughout your working career, there is never an, a moment where you actually comprehend what's going on behind the scenes, the money that's been taken out and what you actually need. So when we sit with clients, it's exactly what we need. So I think we need to raise a lot of awareness in terms of owning your retirement planning. And it's as early as you start working. How much are you saving? How much do you need? What does your life actually look like? So your retirement planning is very personal. 
personal. Mine is going to look very different to what yours is going to look like. So we actually need to spend time understanding what are the dynamics. Um, and also people use very different means of saving for retirement. People invest in second properties where they'll generate rental income. All those factors are going to affect their cash flow at retirement. And those factors need to be carefully looked at. Um, they need to be discussed. They need to be, they need to be a, an actual plan in terms of how that is planned out. You know, so I always encourage clients, have a look at it. Let's sit down. What does your retirement actually look like? What is going to happen? Um, but otherwise, if there's no correlation, this is why there's always a mismatch. Come retirement age, you often don't have enough. So we, wa we encourage clients to have a very robust discussion. Um, and it's also a family thing. It's not just your individual. It's how is the family? What are the children going to do? Um, and also we're seeing young children leave their homes much older. So that's also, you know, your retirement plan is not just mom and dad. It's mom, dad, and it has to be shared with older um, children living in the household. So there's a lot of dynamics and it has to be, you can't leave it too late. Hetty, in your experience with Momentum, would you say more people are preserving or less people preserving? Any ideas? I don't think that there's really a change in trend. Mm. Uh, people inherently are savers or they are spenders. And the people that are the savers are the ones that when they leave their job will preserve their benefit for retirement. Uh, but I do believe that uh, as a result of COVID, a lot of people, un unexpected things happened to them. They lost their job or a spouse lost their job. And then they... they if they then resigned or they lost their jobs, they couldn't afford to preserve. They had to take the benefit to survive. Mm. So as, uh, unfortunately, as a result of COVID and, and other unexpected crises, people, they, they don't have any other source of income. They just have to take the retirement benefit. Mm. Mm. The second one of the big problems for people face at retirement is they don't save enough. They may not make the right investment decisions. They may be far too conservative at a much younger age. And they, they some, often they start too late. But the biggest problem is, particularly with younger people, like 25s, the 30s, they don't actually preserve their funds. Is, do you find, is, is that your experience as well? Yeah, I definitely see that, um, Brian. And, you know, I think with current, the changes with um, legislation where they, they have internal preservation funds, that's adding a little bit of benefit because what I've found is that people would leave it until the last minute. So they would resign, serve notice, hand over, do all sorts of things. And on the last day, the HR says, please come, we need to sign forms. Um, what are you doing with your money? And people, because they haven't had time to actually think about what what options are available to them, um, how is it going to impact them? It was just an, an easier option just to cash out. So I would also, so we do see that and people say, oh, I need to pay off my car, I need to do this, I need to do this. So I would also encourage, give yourself enough time. It's that important. Shop around. I think people just automatically ran to that option because it was easy um, and they didn't know what was out there. So I think the, the new changes to internal preservers has helped quite a bit um, because people are cognizant of the options to preserve. Um, but I definitely think it's time, you need to give yourself time to, 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 to play around and look at the options and what's relevant. And just on what you were saying earlier, Brian, I think I would li definitely like to see Treasury spending more time actually forcing employers to have pension funds because I think if they're going to allow people to withdraw, it's also great if they encourage them to also have some sort of formal saving scheme. So you have people working freelancing for 20 years and they have nothing um, working for the same employer. So I definitely would love to see more discussions around if you have, you know, 10 
10 employees, you need to have some sort of formal scheme. Do you have a pension? Do you have, and it's so easy to set these things up. And I think we need to drive them. And, and again, employees are not finding out, they're not asking questions because it's a lot of admin. Hetty, um, in, in, in terms of education, I mean, that is a big part of your portfolio. <laughs> Do you think people are being educated enough? I mean, I thought there was an understanding that if you ever left a fund, you have to get the right advice and ensure that you've been given all the options. Is that actually happening? Yes and no. I always have to go with both. People are more financially savvy now than they were 10, 15 years ago, just because it's all over the place. It's in the media. Uh, your friends talk to you about that. But it is absolutely, absolutely vital that you have a financial advisor, especially if you get to retirement. Just remember, this is the biggest financial decision that you will ever have to make in your life. And you may think that you have all the, the know-how on, on how to do this correctly, but if you get it wrong, oh my goodness, you're not going to make it. You absolutely have to get a financial advisor and get a good one. There are, there are good ones out there. But just on something that, that Lerato said, um, you know, there are different ways to educate people as well. Just simple thing. If you, if you, if you draft your, your, your withdrawal form in such a way that take cash is your very last option, you might get people to think more about the preserving options because they are the, the, the ones at the top. And it's psychological. People usually tick the first box that they see. So if the first box is preserve, they might just tick preserve and then, then you preserve. And I think you're right, if the, if the withdrawal form says no, we've got to take a short break, I know we're running a little bit behind time, please stay tuned, we'll be back shortly, and you can also call us on 011 484 0468. Stay tuned.